Hey, Joshua Segafis here. On this podcast, I teach men and women how to increase their attraction, level up their dating game, and embrace the alpha mentality. If you're sick of a dating or relationship life that sucks, stick around. This is exactly where you want to be. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Joshua Segafis here. Listen, I just opened up my new mastermind tribe, an exclusive community where alpha-minded men and women can get the individualized coaching and guidance they need to truly level up their dating game and embrace the alpha mentality. Find it at joshuasegafis.com forward slash mastermind tribe or check below. You should find a link in the comments. It's free for the first month. And if you believe in anything I say or talk about, this is the ultimate mastermind tribe for you. Go sign up. I'll see you there and we'll crush it together. Now, let's get on to today's episode. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of the Joshua Segevis YouTube and Podcast. This is the YouTube and Podcast show where we talk about how to increase your attraction, level up your dating game, and embrace the alpha mentality. Hit the thumbs up button. Hit that subscribe button. Let YouTube know that you like the content and that you'd like to see more of it. Also, make sure to check out my uh, links down in the description. Got links to my social media. Follow me. Check me out on there. Got links to my mastermind tribe. If you need some help solving your individual dating problems and aren't sure where you're going wrong, click on that. I can help you sort it out in there. It's my private community private community where you get access to all kinds of awesome benefits and coaching and, and uh, whatnot. So, all right. With that being said, we're going to go ahead and jump into this topic for the day. Um, what are the rules of dating? Ladies edition. Okay, so I made a video about this yesterday for the men and um, I wanted to cover the rules for dating for ladies. And here's the thing, what I mean by this when I say rules for dating. So women also want to be successful at dating, right? You want to find high value men. You want to be spending time with those men. You want to be forming relationships, possibly even maybe getting married one day, maybe getting into a committed relationship, right? And it's important that you know how to get from point A to point B. Point A being, you know, completely single with no prospects to B, which is where you have high value men who you could maybe choose from. Maybe, you know, you're dating several men at once and then you're narrowing it down to that guy that you really want a commitment from. Now, that obviously doesn't fit into everyone's goals. However, the vast majority of women, in my experience and from who I talk to and through coaching, they do desire some kind of committed, exclusive relationship with a man. But it takes a little bit to get there. You ladies probably notice that in this day and age, it's kind of hard to get a guy to commit, get a guy's attention, get him to stick around, right? And so in this um, video, I'm going to go through my top five tips for helping women to figure this out. Now, first of all, there is one bonus tip that I didn't put in this um, list that is really important. And that is before you enter the agreement stage with someone. So in other words, before commitments are made or before you actually have an official boyfriend, it's crucially important for you to continue dating multiple different men. Now, a lot of people don't like to do this and they think, well, I don't want to do that. I don't want to spread my you know, energy around. I just want to find someone to focus on them. Now, that's the temptation. But when you put all your eggs in one basket like that, you put yourself at a tremendous disadvantage for many reasons. I talk about this in some of my other videos, but what it really boils down to is this. If you put all your eggs in one basket too quickly with a guy, that basically sends a signal to him that he could potentially backburner you and then keep seeing other women without taking you quite as seriously because you don't have any other options going on than him. And so it's not going to, it's going to feel like he doesn't have to put quite as much effort in, right? Now, 
because I guarantee you he's going to be dating multiple women. If he's a high value man, he's going to be dating, you know, four, five, six, seven, maybe even 10 beautiful women. And he's going to be looking for that one amazing woman who really compliments his life. Now, here's the thing. Once you reach the agreement stage, that's the time when you the other men drop off and you just kind of more specifically are focusing on the one guy that you want to build a future with. Well, before that time comes, is absolutely going to not only help you to go through your options more efficiently, but it's also going to make you appear more attractive to him if you continue to date multiple men until you get him to that place where you know you're going to ask him for the commitment and it is the woman's responsibility to bring up the commitment discussion with a man because for a lot of complicated reasons i'm not going to talk about here it is in a man's best interest generally to continue to live as a single high value sexually abundant man rather than to get into a relationship now there are many benefits to getting into a relationship but as a general rule men have to kind of they have to kind of give up their primary sexual strategy when they enter a committed relationship so that a woman can perpetuate her uh, core sexual strategy. And this is just the balance of nature. This is how it goes. This is what happens when we pair bond and we form intimate relationships. So it's a natural transition. However, men, high value men are, as they should be, hesitant to jump into it right there are a lot of benefits to being a sexually abundant high value man so if you truly want a high value man it's important that you understand that having the talk is going to be up to you as a woman but now those are just kind of baseline things i wanted to get out of the way we're going to now move on to five actual tips that you can utilize in the first date and in you know subsequent dates to really communicate to him that you are a high value woman and to give you the best odds of success as you navigate the dating marketplace so number one always maintain feminine frame now i have not actually talked about this very much at all in any of my other videos because I have been doing a lot of thinking about this. Not very many people do talk about this. And I've also been working on this because I'm writing a book and this is gonna be a part of that. And so I wanted to really take some time and work through this in my own mind and make sure that, that what I'm labeling as feminine frame is, is being communicated in the best way possible. I wanted to decide the best way to explain this. And so I think that uh, that this explanation I'm about to give you is, is what I've arrived at as the very best way to explain this. And what I mean by feminine frame is that you want to conduct yourself in such a way that you are broadcasting all of your most important sexual value metrics to him subconsciously while on the date. Now, the primary sexual um, attraction metrics for women are youth, beauty, fertility, fidelity, and agreeableness. These are the five, by far, the five most important things that men look for. Other things are important, but if those five things are not in place, from his perspective, if you know they don't, um, if you don't register high value markers for each one of those things in his perception, you know, as a sexual interest, then you, then there's really no way you're going to get him to. Uh, there's no way you're going to get his actual romantic attention and get true desire from him. So 
so having those things in place is really important, but broadcasting them and displaying them is very important. And so when I talk about maintaining feminine frame, that's what I'm talking about. You're broadcasting to the world that you're maximizing on these things. I'm going to explain exactly how to do that. So number one, you want to maximize your beauty cues. So that means having your, you know, being in as good a shape as possible. That means, um, you know, having that, trying to maintain that that fertile hourglass shaped body, you know, with a, with a kind of a slim waist and then wider hips that the waist to hip ratio is a key attraction metric for men, a visual attraction metric. And it's a fertility cue is what it is. Um, so you want to try to maximize on that and you want to dress to flatter that, right? So that's the kind of thing. So you want to maximize your beauty cues. You know, that also means doing your hair, doing your makeup, doing your nails, all the things you do to maximize out on your beauty cues, because with these things at the core, all of this is translating to greater fertility, right? You're communicating that you're a healthy woman capable of giving birth to healthy offspring. And men are hardwired to be attracted to that. Um, number two, let the man lead the date. So as a general rule, men are not attracted to women who take a more masculine approach to dating. When I say masculine, I mean like assertive and taking control. Um, men do not want an alpha struggle. High value men especially will consider an alpha struggle a red flag. So even if you're an alpha woman, which is totally fine and that will be attractive to him, you must let him leave the date so that you give off the signal that you're not trying to elicit an alpha struggle from him right from the beginning, right? Because if a man detects that there's going to be any kind of power struggle, he's going to tap out. He's going to be like, I'm done. I'm going to go for, you know, a woman who doesn't have the desire to, you know, um, who doesn't have a desire to compete with me for power or to lead because because men derive all of their value from being competent leaders and effective masculine frame men and when a woman challenges them in a leadership sense within the frame of the relationship basically they're challenging all of the things that he's worked on to give him value on the marketplace and he can't afford to give those up right and so he won't a high value man will not give it up so uh, let the man lead the day. Um, if you're interested in him, don't play hard to get. This is really bad advice that women get sometimes, and they think that if they play hard to get, it's going to get a man to want them more. But that's only true of low-value men. High-value men, you'll you'll vet them out if you play hard to get because they'll just think you're not interested and they're not here to play games. They're here for genuine desire or nothing, right? So you don't you do not want to play hard to get with a high-value man. Um, there's an element of you know. There's something to be said for playing hard to get later on while, when you're in a committed relationship sometimes not being always available all the time at his beck and call can increase attraction however that's a whole different discussion it has nothing to do with the the pre-agreement uh, dating phase when you're on the date with him you know and you're interested in him don't play hard to get right that doesn't mean he owns all your time doesn't mean he can tell you what to do doesn't mean you have to compromise on your values or anything it just means don't pretend like you're not interested if you are. If you're interested, display the interest. Um, and then test and challenge him, but don't be argumentative. So women are going to test men. And you're going to test men. And it's going to be in your instinct to do so. And for good reason. Because you need to know that the guy you're talking to is an actual masculine framed alpha man. And not some like, you know, um, not some beta wimp. You don't want that, right? You want an effective man. You don't want a, a weak man. So you test him. But here's the thing. Some women take this too far and they turn it into argumentativeness. So they may challenge him on an idea. And then when he, you know, explains it or when he draws a boundary or when he basically passes the test, it's almost like um, 
the woman maybe feels threatened by that or they take it the wrong way when he kind of stands up and draws the boundary and they think he's trying to attack them or something and and i've seen this happen i've especially seen this happen in women who have like women who have in the past perhaps dealt with men who did a lot of like passive aggressive like beta mindset kind of like mind games because alpha mentality men don't play mind games they're straightforward they say what they mean and they do what they say they're going to do but beta minded men use passive aggression they they like to kind of just like you know hint at things and they like to be indirect so women who have been dealing with men like that will especially tend to take most things as a challenge and then you know so they'll be argumentative and they'll argue points but this is very very unattractive and it actually like i have I have gotten to a point where if a woman, if I detect any argumentativeness toward things that I care about or I'm passionate about, like I'm just going to vet her out because of that, because it's not worth my time, right? So it's really important not to be argumentative. And it's, it's really important to be able to test a man without taking it to a stage where you're arguing or you're getting triggered when he you know, defends his point or something, unless he is actually coming at you and attacking you, which is not something an alpha high-value man would do. That's something a beta-minded man would do because uh, a high-value man will understand that your tests have merit and there's a reason for why you're challenging him and he will gladly accept that challenge. Whereas a beta-minded man who doesn't understand women, he's gonna, be, he's gonna feel threatened and he's going to maybe lash out when you try to test him, right? So that's the difference you can tell. Uh, anyway, so that's basically all of the important things to keep in mind when you're talking about feminine frame. And you want to embody those things and do them. And that's what I mean by that. Okay, now we're going to move on to tip number two. I'm going to try to get through the rest of these kind of quickly because they're pretty simple now. Uh, number two, let him pay for the first date. I'm a big fan of the man taking initiative and paying for the first date. I would be leery of a man who wants to split the bill or something. Odds are good he's not very serious about you if that's the case. Um, or that he's, you know, you, you want to know that this man has some money and you want to know that he has the the desire to share his resources. And if you can't, if he can't even pay for your coffee or your drink or the dinner, um, I think there's a little issue there. So um, always like give him the room to pay for it. But if he acts and if he asks you, hey, do you want to, you know, can I pay? Then say yes and, and thank him for it, right? Um, don't, don't make it a weird thing. You don't have to pay for it. I think that you should let him do it. If for some reason he's not going to do it, then of course you have to do it. And then I would, uh, you might want to vet him out because of that, to be super honest. That's up to you. Um, it's not always true, but anyway, that's my thoughts on that. Number three, be positive and upbeat. Some women have this idea that it's cool to be like kind of emo or gloomy or to be like brooding or to act depressed or something while they're on a date. But this is actually a big turnoff to men and high value men will vet you out very quickly if you're not positive and upbeat. See, men's entire existence, high value men, is characterized by conflict and overcoming challenges to create value for themselves, which is an inherently violent struggle. And so men's men's High value men's lives, even during peacetime, are characterized inherently by violence, which means that the woman in his life, he doesn't want her to add to that violence. He wants her to add peace and happiness, right? And and um, he wants that part of his life to be the, the sanctuary from the war and the violence that he's going through every day to become a more high value man, to be assertive and aggressive in business, to make money, right? To mind his business, get his money, pursue his purpose. So when you're positive and upbeat, you are displaying those values. You're, it's kind of like saying, hey, I'm 
the kind of woman who could provide sanctuary from the violence on the outside. I could make a home for you that you know you would feel welcomed in, where you would feel safe, uh, you know, safe to turn off the the need to constantly struggle to overcome and you could just exist and be happy right and that's really important for men and and women who maintain a positive and upbeat demeanor during dates will really communicate that to him okay number four be on time or early there's nothing more disrespectful than when someone runs really late and uh, and doesn't let him know if you're gonna be five minutes late okay no big deal if you're gonna be more than five minutes late let him know respectfully with a text that's that's the responsible, respectful thing to do. If he's a high-value man, his time is going to be very valuable. And if he's spending it on you, it's because he's actually interested in you, is not because he wants to play some games, right? High-value men aren't going to play games because they don't have time, and they are going to do what they want to do, right? So if you are going to be late, just let him know. Uh, and try not to be late. Try to be on time or early and respect his time. That will mean a lot to him. Uh, and then number five. If you're interested in him, give him signs that you want him to escalate and always reward him when he does. Now, it's the responsibility of the man, and as a woman, you will intuitively know this. It's the responsibility of the man to escalate the situation. A woman wants to kind of hint that she wants to be kissed, or maybe she she expects it, maybe she hopes that it'll happen, or for him to take her hand, or for him to touch her. However, as you know, it's up to the man to make those moves, right? That's his responsibility as the masculine frame, um, as the masculine element of the masculine feminine combination of energy that making that first move, taking that risk, putting himself out there, it, that's his role. Now, but you have a role that can help with this by displaying to him that you want these things to happen. So for example, um, if you are hoping he'll take your hand, if you're hoping he'll kiss you, if you're hoping that he'll you know touch you or or start to flirt or something, then it's it's not in your best interest to be sitting way back and putting space between you and him. It's in your best interest rather to try to get close to him, you know, to to you utilize the very classic come hither look where you know you you tilt your body and and you kind of um flip your hair and reveal the side of your neck to him right it's almost like a, a come hither look like you know where you're opening yourself up to him it's sort of a submissive gesture um you want to you know make sure that you are closing space between the two of you and that you are existing close to him right which will give him a strong signal that'll let him know oh she's into me she wants me to um make an advance she wants me to you know try to go for the kiss or something like that right so a high value man he is going to be very in tune with your body language. So it's important that your body language is honest. So if you're sitting way back, you know, your arms are crossed. If your purse is sitting up on the table between you and him, if there are obstacles between the two of you, he's going to think, you know, she's trying to make space. She's not really into it. And so he's going to be much less likely to um, escalate. Whereas if you close that space, it's going to make him think, oh, she wants to be closer to me. This is body language for saying, yes, please make a move. And he's going to be more likely to do it. And then when he does it, um, it's really important that if you want him to do it again or you thought that was good or you liked it, to reward him with a positive reaction. You know, maybe smiling or, or saying, oh, that was nice or, you know, 
returning it with a bit of touching or kissing of your own, whatever, rather than just acting weird and withdrawing after out of like shyness or something, because that can be very misinterpreted for him to think, oh, she didn't like that, so I'm not going to do it again. And then he's going to disengage, right? So it's really, really important that if you are interested in him, you want to give him the signs to escalate and you want to make sure that your body language is honest and you want to reward him for escalating if you're glad he did and you'd like him to do it more, right? All right, that's going to be it for this one. Those are my rules of dating, ladies edition, for maximizing the potential for success on the first date and on subsequent dates. Hopefully this has been helpful. Uh, drop a comment and let me know if you have any questions or if you have anything to add to this or if you have any video topics you'd like me to cover. In the meantime, go with grace, my friends. Never give up your power. This is Josh Segafis signing off. Thank you for listening. Make sure to visit www.joshuasegafis.com. Catch you on the flip side. 